The recording you are about to listen to may not be suitable for children. So if your kids are in the room, please send them away because we will be having adult conversations here on Thick and Fabulous. Speaking because Steve Harvey was trying the to the ninety down day rule, right? And Think like, like a and lady, act like a man. Not to fall for the man doing this mess, but then Kevin Sang was as basically sitting up saying how the man views you, right? So Steve Harvey was trying to tell you it was horrible and don't fall for this and don't do this and basically open up the diary to a man, you know how they were looking. But the Kevin ninety Sanders, day rule, that's right, where that came from. Was sitting up here trying to tell you the truth. And use a measurement. And, and really, I'm not going to use two different um, man's opinions, though, was one right or the other. It's just like, hey, and, and just like we're on this radio show right now, uh, Kevin Sevens was putting it out on the radio show saying, this is how a percentage of man view or uh, classify women as they're trying to, you know, out in the field or date or whatever with the relationship. Is exposing. It's not to set a prayer for women to say, oh, no, we're not going to do that. Or, yes, he's right. It's just it's a form of education. You know, it's just like the radio show. It's just a taking taking bits and pieces. Right. And he may offend you. You know, you and, and some of it was true. Some of it was fact. Some of it was true. 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 You know, as far as a measurement tool, you know, one of the things came up and I'll be honest with you. I know she's about to sit up and be honest with you. You know, when I was dating, and even when my when I uh, first met Raquel, you know, and her having a, a son, uh, at the time when I was dating and meeting women, you know, if they had a child, you know, and I and if I and I was living out of town or something at the time, but I come in and I'll call and say, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" I got to find a babysitter. Boom, bottom of the list, right? You know. Is that wrong for me? No. no it's good. just like if I'm coming in town, and I'm not saying this directly at my wife. I'm telling it just anybody. If I'm coming in town and I'm looking to go hang out for the weekend, I need to increase my statistics of who am I going to hang out statistics. with. I don't want to hear no's on the first two or three phone calls. I already I know, know right? that this top five got kids, so... No, let me go on to six. And then, <laughs> Not let me the go top to five. So we're waiting. Right. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on before saying, you go any but, further and get yourself I'm in. I'm not even saying the top five. What I'm just saying, you know, your phone call is. It's not about the cute thing. I'm just talking about if you calling to hang out. It's just that you know automatically, like, you're dealing with another individual on who you're going to be hanging out for the weekend. I get it. You hold know, on. Hold on, bitch. You hold on. Before you go any further, we got to take a break. <laughs> okay? We're, we're going to be back <laughs> here on Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Winfield on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 FM. You don't have to contribute to Radio Lex to continue listening, but we hope that you will support your friends and neighbors as they create original, hyper-local programming 24-7 in English on WLXU 93.9 FM and in Spanish on WLXL 95.7 FM. It takes a great community to make great community radio. Radio Lex can't do it without you. Support the voice of the people today. Visit radiolex.us forward slash donate and support Lexington's community radio right now. And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantella Whitfield on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 FM. We are live at uh, Uniqueness Unlimited 
and this is Bazin Bourbon, and we are having a very good conversation. Uh, the men and women have come together. Uh, Kia done got, she, she done got them stirred up. <laughs> Do you hear me? You should be here. You should be here. But we have a question here. First of all, thank you to the panelists. But um, so to follow up on our last question, which I believe maybe we haven't quite answered. Um, <laughs> I think that ties into emotional um, intelligence and whether that is underdeveloped in some folks and how can we better develop that? Because I think that plays a lot into successful relationships. Anyone? <laughs> um, yes, I, I know. I'll be trying to put emotion stuff on me either way you slice it um yes i i would like to say that 95 percent i'm gonna get statistical too with the people that i um i give just as many adults the feelings will as i do the children because many people just don't have a comprehensive understanding of their own emotions they don't know their stuff beyond mad sad happy and so we have to spend a lot of time talking about, um, you know, how did that make you feel? Um, I never thought about that. Okay, well, let's, let's think about it. Look, here's the will. And there's this will, you all, that we use in the counseling world. And it just, it has like, I don't know, upwards of 50, 60, 80 um, emotions on it. Frustrated, um, exhausted, um, you know, it goes on and on. And so we spend a lot of time talking about how to appropriately understand your own emotions, doing personal self-emotional check-ins with yourself. So you can know when you encounter something, someone, someplace, you know where you're at. Maybe you don't need to go to your mama's house today because you know that emotionally today you're at this place so you need to, you need to keep it at home <laughs> listen because sometimes we need to set our boundaries with with our family absolutely absolutely <laughs> and that's a struggle and i was going to say but listen. i didn't want to go down that path but people are like but it's my mom yeah. i don't care clearly what you said how she makes you feel emotionally yeah. you need to set the boundary to be healthy you, and whole me and mert had many a times where i was called up I don't know if I could say that word on helpful, <laughs> but many a times because I wouldn't do what she wanted me to do when she wanted me to do it, uh, you know, but I set my boundaries and I stuck to them and it was hard. It was really hard, but, but we got another question. So I want to go back to being vulnerable. Um, I think it depends on the maturity of the relationship, not the maturity of the individual or the age or how long you've been with that person. Because, of course, it's not going to be at the beginning. It's not going to be at three weeks. It probably won't even be at six weeks. But the maturity of the relationship will allow you to say, do I create a safe environment for you to be vulnerable to me? So with that, I'm asking because we asked this at the last time. Um, Jay, um, how do women, because oftentimes they are not spoken to, or um, how do women create a safe space for you to be vulnerable? I mean, I think it goes to what you had mentioned about the maturation of the, the, um, the relationship in itself, but I think it also goes into you growing to know who that man is truly is. In other words, people see me out and about and blick and they know me uh, as a physician and, and, you know, deacon, whatever that is. 
but my wife truly knows who I am and, and knows my, my weaknesses, my dislikes, my aspirations, my dreams. You know, so many times the man is lost in the relationship as far as serving, leading, and, and making sure she's happy. That's why I don't subscribe to happy wife, happy life. No, it's spouse, happy house, where both of you guys are pouring into each other. And so how do you create that? Ask him, how was his day at work? What's wrong? You can talk to me. You you can talk to me. You can share with anything you you can cry in front of me, you, you, and that comes with time, and it comes with maturation. But know his his fears, know his dreams, his aspirations, know all those different things, and know that whatever he says is protected between you and him, and does not compromise his masculinity. A lot of times when we have men open up, um, they did a, they did an experiment when they did uh, for middle aged kids, and they said. Um, uh, they had all these names on there, strong, brave, motherly, nurturing, kind, uh, thoughtful. And these middle-aged kids, they pa paired up strong, brave, all with men, nurturing, kind, all with women. So men can be kind. Men can't be nurturing. I got two daughters, so I'm in a house full of women. I have to be nurturing. So... To open up a space that's vulnerable for men is really knowing who that man is and, and being genuine about it, inquiring about that. You know, a lot of times, you know, like I said, it, it's always the man pouring out, doing, you know, uh, the sacri being, being the sacrificial lamb in the, in the relationships the at times. Um, but flipping that and, and being in tune to that man and, and having a place where if he tells you his tea or business, it's not going to go out to other to family members. And, oh, I heard. So I, I'm, I'm going to pray for y'all. <laughs> we pray me for what? What you, you pray know, that compromises those 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 truths. And so, um, and that comes with maturation. That's not something that's up in front. But um, I think when when both parties are vulnerable and learn to cover each other and 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 open up and know that you have me. I think that's the growth in the relationship. That's the beauty thing about the relationship. I love it. Bishop, you want to add something? No? Lauren? No. <laughs> Everybody was like, mm, mm. Okay. <laughs> we have another question. Well, I'm single and happily single. And right now I'm just not looking for a relationship. But the other day I heard something and I was wondering what you all thought of it. They said that women should make a list of the things they want and then become that. And I was wondering what you all thought about that. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, speaking from a male point of view, with the one, and that's what they should become. And yeah, I don't, I, I, I disagree with that. I think they should make a list to make sure they're able to identify with that, uh, what they want. And the reason I'm going to say this, I don't want to flip over to work, um, but that's one of the things I train in my office and with work and being a business owner is that you have to write stuff down, right? If you keep stuff balled up in your mind, your mind just repeats it over and over and over and over. And they, just with daily tasks, you got to treat it like a relationship, right? If it's something across your mind, write it down. Get it off your mind so now you can sit down and study it. Whenever you study, you don't study in your mind. 
you study a book. You study what's on paper. So the, I will say making a list will help you identify uh, what it is you want, uh, what it is that you may become. There may be some things in there, but that, that seems that's very open. And I'm not disagreeing with you or whatever. She's looking at me. I feel like I'm on yeah. Steve Harvey panel <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right? Steve Harvey? Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. Nice. That was yeah. a great question. Yeah. Great, great question. Because that was, was on my list. Question. Question. Yeah. yeah. It was a great question. And, and I would just say, you know, you do, uh, any relationship, both parts, you have to write that down. And I think going back to, uh, I don't want to say names on radio, the audience was saying, you know, maturity of a relationship. And when you get to that maturity of a relationship and figure out how you want to go, I think as a couple, you have to write stuff down if you want to grow. We've done that. You know, I've done that. I've done that with my wife and whatnot, even, you know, prior to us getting married. You write down that list. Because yeah, yes. if something gets down that list. And then you do it, then you've crossed boundaries yeah, that you didn't even know that you. Thing, or you see what. The boundaries may be, yes. but you may be in disagreement. Your non-negotiables. My right. my friend, Dr. Juliana, calls it non-negotiables. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, you know, writing the list of the things that you want to become, be careful that it doesn't diminish who you are. And the reason why I say that, not the reason why I say that is because a lot of times I think we get in a relationship where we're so ready to please that other person that we're ready to change or change them that we forget that God has poured something in us. There's that marble. You, you are an orange or you are a purple. You are a red, you're a pink, you know? And so it's good to have goals on things that you may want to work on, but as long as it doesn't compromise who you are or if it's, if you're trying to work on yourself so that you could be accepted by the other person, because the person that God has for you, you guys grow together because me and my wife, we, we, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, so me and my, we, we, we've had times where we've had to come up with a list of different things that we could work on in our marriage and actually probably should revisit that. Cause that kind of gets lost as the years go on. But it was never to, to do it so that I could change her. It, it wasn't something that I did that would, I would say that would make her a better this or better that. No, it was something that would bring profit to the unity, to the, to the relationship itself. But there's still some understanding and acceptance of who you are, both the good and bad. And so it's good to have a list, objection, but don't do it to the point where you're compromising your identity so that you can be liked or loved that's mm. not that's not genuine that, that's that not pleasing yes yeah. yeah. the disease to please we got another question for you okay this is from raymond hello so i, I want to ask a question about vulnerability and setting boundaries uh, that was talked about earlier so we were talking about if women were ready to have the conversations with men being emotional and vulnerable about what's going on with them so i'm wondering ladies i love y'all <laughs> so i'm wondering so i I've heard a lot from my friends and family, my female friends and family, about what they expect in a man. And it's always, like you said, like with the height, um, it's all about the money, you know, has to have their own house, own car. But I never heard anything about being respected, being heard, being listened to. So when we're talking about being vulnerable and then we're talking about having boundaries, ladies, do you feel that if you set that boundary or expectation, like I want you to come to me, 
and speak to me about what you want to talk about and how your feelings are being met or not met do you think that that might help in the relationship because my thought process is a man always feels like he has to be strong he you know and i think that it's taught and you know not to be racial but in the black community i feel like men are expected to be strong you know if we're crying or if we're you know sad or emotional we're you know we're being a you know so so i'm wondering if we set that expect if ladies set sets that expectation for us men you know you can come to me let me know how you're feeling because i feel like if if the ladies are not coming to the men with that the men are going to want to be heard and they're going to go seek it from someone else <laughs> so i just want to make sure am i am i thinking clearly am i thinking correctly or i think i i, I, I gonna piggyback and i agree with you 100 brother in the aspect of everything you said allows a man not only to be heard but it's a form of respect men want to be respected in a relationship and i'm not talking about forceful respect like you better respect no it's it's, it's just we thrive off of knowing that we are our, our, our concerns matter to you and it's not just superficial then it's not that um that i can't express myself to you but yeah the, everything you said revolves around respect knowing that wow you, you respect me you respect how i feel i can be vulnerable to you so that is so important but to have those conversations that's a mature conversation and it either comes with time so yeah I'm, i agree with you yeah i wanted to there was another section of the question about well what about um not going past the height and the protection and all of that and you said what about if he's respectful and nice and kind and all of that and trust me we we want that um i think unfortunately a lot of times we don't probably talk about that as much as we should but i think also um when we do specifically talk about protection and how much money he makes and all of that it appears that that is all that we desire and we want but and it really isn't and unfortunately you know when we have i call them these um you know, after Kevin Samuels and all of these, we've had all kind of, what do you call them, pop-up podcasts, yeah. pop-up relationship gurus, all of these people that are talking about relationship because it is a money-making thing. Not this. I'm not talking about because Shani is, is everything. So it's your, it's your new, 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 new So, um, but I, you got to be careful with all of these things that are coming up, you know, via social media. But we do want, women, we want, yes, we want a man who has a decent income, who looks good, we are attracted to him. He is attracted to us. You see how we how we get to feeling when we when we talk about him. You know, it's a good feeling. We want that, and we want to be. We want to give him respect and get that back. We we want a man that has all of those qualities, and men have those qualities. I believe in black men. I know that there are some beautiful, wonderful black men out here in the world. I I know it, but I I, I think yeah, including yourself. But I, I think sometimes, yeah, they out here, but, you know, well, maybe, so, 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 so that's a good question. So where are they? And so maybe we can say that are we creating a space where they want to appear? Yes. Are we creating a space where they want 
to come out. I'm not going to put the blame on us because men should be, you know, they. they I mean, that be, might go back to what Bishop and Jay were saying about, you know, having being too picky, <laughs> you know. Go on, Bishop. Bishop been dying so, to get into uh, this. I don't know. It's, 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 it seems like we got a big circle here going on now as far as creating a space and uh, Try it. what is women looking for. Um, and I, I want to go back. I, I, I can't recall what it is, but I wrote it down. And I really think it goes back to vulnerability, maturity, and then where is this individual uh, that you're looking for to create a relationship with. Um, let's go all the way back. And I really start, I think where we're really starting to lose with uh, vulnerability and maturity of a relationship is that we are still human and we're still individuals. We should not be looking as far as a relationship at one another to balance each other out. You still have to have some type of spirituality. Didn't right? I say come 100%? What, 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 what's happening with us prior to COVID and COVID really hurt it and I'm not putting it all on the church, is that a lot of people lost faith in the church. And I'm not saying you have to go to the temple, but you still have to have a spirit. And I say this all the time, and I, and I had this conversation with my father once before. I said, at where we are in the world today, I just care if somebody is believing in someone that believes in love and making them a better person. So if you don't have an internal spirit, if you can't go to a closet and worship your God, that's you need to find that out in the relationship real quick if that person has it. Because if they're looking for you to balance their spirituality, it's not going to work. You better say it's it. Not. And so that's one of the things I really, I think really coming around to where a lot of us are having these conversations or we having this panel and, you know, coming from a marriage perspective, I'm going to get back to how square one, I left something off, you know, even when I was talking about in the dating game and we was talking about the rating of the kids. But it came back full circle because we was all, we was dating at the time, you know, and over serving, and while we went to a commercial, you know, the panel asked me, so how did y'all get back together? Well, it came back to where really I would say it was more of me grew up and matured and said, okay, I'm ready to find someone that is like me or I feel like I can grow with. And who was it? It was my wife, Raquel, that it is now. And that's how we got back together. And it didn't have nothing to do with son. Love the son. That's mine. That's my son. You know, but what I'm saying, at the time, when we was talking about going my conversations, we was talking about the panel, fellas do have Standards. Yeah. They have the same. Yeah. They have a rating, you know. And I'm a, I, I don't want to say no names, but we had <laughs> conversation probably almost eight to ten years ago. You know, somebody was dating. We was talking about the numbers, and one of the dudes at the fellas group was at Monday Night Football. He said, "Boy, her numbers is bad. Her numbers sound like a lock combination." <laughs> right? Jay, Jay all, done pulled yeah, out the Bible, y'all. Right? And he listened. Jay up, done pulled out the Bible. But we was all dying laughing because you know. Her numbers were bad at the time. So this is long before Kevin Samuels. So Kevin Samuels didn't start this, right? But it, it is. It, it, right. Right. Her numbers were bad. Hold on. Woo, we just got good. Uh, Jay done pulled out the, the Bible. So we we going to let him find his scripture. And we're going to take a break here on Thinking Fabulous on Radio Lex. 
And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantel Whitfield on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 FM. Um, if you are not here, you are missing it, but because the, the energy in here is great. Um, this is Bays and Bourbon, the last of the uh, cocktail conversations. And um, Jay done pulled out his Bible, so I'm going to let him st I'm gonna start there. Go ahead. I, I'm just going to be transparent and, and kind of pick piggyback what bishop said um because this scripture is one that we that's thrown out in weddings is thrown out it's, of course first corinthians 13 and actually for some reason this just now has hit me 13 years into marriage already um but the maturation point that i want to talk about is the fact that we really don't know how to love. We don't, we don't, we don't. And, and, and the, the sad thing about it, when I, when I, you know, uh, on Facebook, they have the reels, the TikTok, and, and I'm scrolling through there sometimes. And I'm just seeing all these videos attacking men, women attacking, you know, yes. just your man is cheating. Is he doing this? And you don't know. And I'm just like, wow. But the, the, yes. the, the, the I one, like that gender wars. The one thing I want to talk to to put emphasis is on, um, you know, besides the, the 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 scripture going on, what love is to in God's eyes. But the the last part, uh, when I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Um, a poor reflection as in the mirror, but then we shall see face to face. Now we know in part. Then we I shall know fully in part, even as fully known. And now these three remain faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And so the, why do I say that is because in your relationship or whatever it is that you're seeking, God is the one that has to do the maturation between you and that other partner. And a lot of times we have these negotiations of what we're going to have. And this is, goes back to what I was talking about. God is going to give you what you need and not necessarily want. We don't even know what we want or need. There's, there's, when I reflect on my marriage with my wife um, and the things that we've been through, there's a lot of things that I thought were so important as a single man and thought what I thought what marriage was going to be like. And it has nothing to do with that. It, 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 it's that spirituality aspect with it. It all goes to glory to God. All that goes to glory to God. And I'm just speaking for myself. If you don't have a relationship with God, that's that's on you. I'm just sharing with, with my perspective on it. But that maturity aspect as men, there's a lot of things that uh, us men deal with. And some of it could be a maturity. Some of it could be emotional. Some can, we just don't know. We've never seen that love. And sometimes that comes in the aspect of a relationship. And the, the issue that we get pulled into is, is how do I play a part in that? Not that it depends on you, but you being in that person's life pulls that out of that other person. And so all that to say is we have a list of all the things we expect in a relationship. That's all kind and dandy. But if you see God and ask him for a mate, I believe he will give you that if that's his will. It may not. It might be a brother. It might not. But if we stay on the superficial, mm. just if we stay on the superficial, whatever that is, we're truly going to miss a blessing. All right. Hold on. We got another question. So I, I was going to ask a reverse question and it has to um, 
do with superficial as well. So, you know, ask the ladies if uh, you all are providing a space, setting boundaries in the beginning for the men to be able to be vulnerable. Um, but I also want to ask men, are we seeking women who are ready to take on that responsibility or that action because I feel like we can be just as superficial as women right we are looking for the you know the coke bottle I'm so I don't I don't know if I'm saying it right the coke bottle model or, or you know any the, the yeah yeah and so I feel like we are very superficial when we're looking for women or looking at women and why women feel like objects because we're not looking what's deep you know the respect and the everything else so like while we are expecting to be listened to from the women are we looking for someone who is ready to listen to us Okay, so that leads right into my question. You're going to all be able to answer this all at the same time. So we have all these lovely ladies here. And basically, you know, I'm just coming up here. You know, yes, we have them too. But, you know, we're talking about, you know, the the ladies that have, like, the body count of, like, a lock combo combination. And, like, you know, there's a whole epidemic of single women. Um, I'm a single woman, and I don't have any baggage. I don't have kids. I'm educated. I have a career degree. Like, and so, no, but I'm saying I'm a woman of substance. I believe in God and all of that. And so I don't have any baggage. I don't have any emotional baggage. I don't have none of that. And it's like, you know, so I'm, I'm wanting to know for us that are maybe in this space, like, you know, say y'all want to find a good thing, but like, where do we find y'all that wants to find a good thing? Where are y'all, and how do we find y'all? I've gone to church. I'm in this space. So I just want to know. I'm just asking for the women out here. So ladies, listen up. They're going to tell us where to find these good single men. Listen, we had this discussion at the Cigars and Conversations for the men. Where are y'all? Joy, Joy, go ahead. Go ahead, Joy, go ahead. But but I because when you said it the last time I said oh that's a valid question then I said well are we you know creating a space and I said wait a minute no it's a valid question like where where are the men and so what I wrote down and it might not be the nicest thing we here for I don't know just keep I don't it know. live ready but 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 for me and this is just my you know GED opinion okay that's all I I yeah I'm I'm educated too I went to college too but anyway I just like to throw that out but um I think. Now, at this point, and it is based on some social media stuff, it is based on what men, you know, the numbers and whatnot, I think men really believe that there is no need to settle down. There is no need to come out. Uh, that there is, there, let, me, let me finish, let me finish, y'all, that, that the numbers are in their favor. Some of them, and some of them have this ideology that, um, you know, let me let me come on out here, have some fun, run through ten, uh, then run through ten more, then I'll make my man up, uh, maybe, uh, and then and then it, then are expecting us, then are expecting us to to wait around, and we are not. And so when she talks about these single women, educated, and these twin girls are out here making major moves, you understand? And so she's the people's so I, I think This is where you come. And this is, this is where you come at. There's a, uh, a myriad of sisters here that are doing great things. This is where you come to the point where we have to say, okay, I desire this. I desire a man. I am not desperate for one. So I am going to continue on doing the things that make me happy. 
I am. And then sometimes we are seen as, well, she's the kind of woman that doesn't want a man, doesn't need a man. No, that's not true. What we're doing is what we're doing is creating a life for ourselves and you know if he comes he comes and just like dr j that it may not be what god has plans for us so don't knock us for going out into the world and enjoying ourselves and creating you know these spaces where we are happy ain't nobody paying no attention to book uh, bishop <laughs> No, nobody, nobody, nobody's knocking you. Nobody's knocking the young ladies. So, so Joy I know. So I know. Raquel is like, did she just call my husband Dude. Booker? No. I and it slipped out because knocking. I don't know. It's Bishop. But I, I, I know you're not knocking me. But I, I, I do. I, I want to say that that yes, where, where are, where are the men? It's a valid question. Where are the men? Because we are coming out. Any place you go to, it is 90% women and 10% men. So I don't understand where the men are. Maybe they are. That's, well, they're, they're, we know where they are. Some are Locked incarcerated. Up. Some are not alive. And married. And some, well, okay, yeah. yeah and some are married. Yeah. Married, so, but. So, so, so married they may, go to, they may no. go to the point so of goes. we need to venture out beyond the african-american community that is what jay brought up earlier but there i will say no this goes back to statistics right and you are right yes you <laughs> yes i can't stand y'all <laughs> almost excuse us but anyway you're all right but at the at the end of the day it still comes down to a numbers game and one of the statements that you did make, right, is there is comes to a maturity level, and secondly, where where that man is in his at the stage of his uh, relationship or what he's looking for, right? And so hold on, hold on, hold on a second, hold on. So like you said, why do I have to wait? Where are these men? Those men are there, but guess what? Hold on, can I finish? Can I finish? Right. So, what? What? You made a good point. You made a good point. It's a numbers game. So if I get to go out, and let's treat it like a kid, and I get a ten minute recess, but the sandbox gets bigger. Guess what? The recess period gets extended. He gets to play more because he then kicked around the sand it was him. But if he has more sand to play in. He keeps playing in the sand. You better say. So, Come on. So let's keep it real because this comes up. Come this on, comes Bishop. up amongst my fellas that are married. That's friend married. And there's some concerns sometimes when we go to certain events, just like when there's bourbon and cigar events. Ooh. And it's 90% women and yep. 10% men. Why are the women there? Because they know it's only men that good men that can afford bourbon and cigars. That and then it's doing something with their life, right? Right. So, guess what? But majority of the men that's going to end up there is professionally more time, more likely married or has been married, got kids, and y'all ain't trying to hear him at the time, right? So if it was ten guys, and then you're down to one, and it was nine of y'all. So guess what? His sandbox just got bigger. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, right? I, I, I so agree. I play with Tonka trucks. I, I believe in putting I the sand in the 
open, bro. You better put the sand. Take it to the other side. Damn. So that that is. I'm not saying it has nothing to do with women. It's just statistically, it's wrong. And and the reason I I bring this up is I'm gonna go back to my father who was a chaplain and dealing with the prison industry. It's because it was all a numbers game on incarcerating men. And one, it was incarcerating black men. Yes. Two, it was incarcerate men and taking them out of home. They even talk about this, not not even dealing with race. When you re- remove the man mm-hmm. from the house. The whole dynamic Facts. changes. The whole dynamic changes. Yes. It changes the whole dynamic. So, yeah. unfortunately, it attacked the black men quicker. And then we're talking about now women are, are being out on the single fold. Let's, let's just, there's 20, 20 to... 40-year-old dynamic. I'm not trying to offend him, but I'm just going to talk and leave it there yeah. to where you should be looking for a relationship. Those men, that statistics of that male is, is decreased. But what do they do with women? Education-wise, it's increased. Because yep. she's right? got to make more money to sustain right? the household. Yeah. <clears throat> right. So, that, that is, it's not, it's just... <laughs> Just got, hey, you gotta just go. Hey, it's up to you. You gotta step your game up. You gotta go around. That's like Facebook. You when you're on marketplace, you gotta extend the radius. Oh. No. Child, let me. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, Bishop. Bishop. A booker, booker, booker. Hold on, we got a question. We got a question. All right, this kind of goes along the lines of what we were just talking about. So I am an educated woman. I'm also the head of how I'm a single parent. Um, and I've heard people say to me and women like me that we are intimidating or we are too masculine because we are booked, busy, and, um, you know, we're, yes, we're trying to secure the bag. Uh, we're trying to strive for more education, more accolades, more achievements, especially somebody like me who's in an organization, specifically a sorority. But a lot of us are single. And I'm just wondering, um, do men not want those who, you know, are striving for more? Or do you just want somebody who is docile? Those men are not on your level. You want a basic one. You better step on them, The man that's saying that, you don't want the men. That man is not on your level. That, just like True, so agree. that should be like move on well, are there any men? so right? that even lowers our numbers again it like, does dang, it lowers y'all. our numbers again like dang like dang that is that was such an so there's a brother here that said there's too many women yeah, in there's, here there's but he, brother, no, but, but, and, and let's let's talk about that because let's talk about that because the the room was open for the men however i'm not go, i'm just going to assume that most chose to watch a game than to be productive in a conversation no, that is, i disagree again oh, but then what is your there's, it's the numbers game we keep saying that the, well, there, is, there, there is a numbers game. Even there, there was never. There, he's coming to him. There was never a point in time, even, even straight out of college or when you in college. Okay, let's go to college. And you, if you or you've been to a college party, right? And you ain't even thinking about a relationship. There is still a look at college enrollment. It's still seventeen to one. Still twenty four to one. It's still thirty something to one. There's never one to one or three to one. So that statistic is not going to change once you got out of college. 
it's not going to change. So, but but how this this is the what I'm asking. How do you change it? Because I'm try, we're we're trying to create a space to change it. You but, missed it. I don't let us tell them. The only way we're going to change it is going to have to be with your children. Mm. And okay. we're going to bring up another conversation. Well, I can't keep bring the babies up. in here. Well, I'm going to say, I'm going to stop right there. That's the only way you're going to change it. Okay. I, I, hey, I feel you on that. Wait, we got to take a break. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I wasn't looking at the time. We got to take a break. We'll be back on Thinking Fabulous with Chantella with him. You're listening to Radio Lex, the voice of the people, WLXU 93.9 LPFM, Lexington, Kentucky. And welcome back to Thick and Fabulous with Chantilla Whitfield. Listen, I ain't even going to do no introductions because it's getting hot and heavy while y'all, while y'all, while we was off the air on the break and you should have been here. But go ahead, Jay. I, 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 this is because I want to, I want to take the late uh, young lady who said um, about how do I know or how to, looking for a man and then career. Okay. I'm gonna and, and yes, I'm going to I'm going to the word on it. Okay, so in creation, God spoke, put things in deliverance by by word. But for man, he got from the ground and inspired life into him by breath. Right. So a man should there should something be spiritual about him. Okay, I'm just saying these these are these I'm ta I'm talking to you as though I'm talking to my daughters. Okay. So, so there should be something spiritual. Now, who you worship, that's important too, but I, that's for another conversation. So now that Lord God had planted a garden in the east called Eden, he then for put man that he had formed, and the Lord God had made all things, trees grow of the ground, trees pleasing to the eye uh, and good for food, but in the middle of the garden, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But when you look at Eden, that the other word for Eden is to dwell in God's presence. So not only has he formed man and something spiritual about him, but he has placed that man in a position to have a relationship with him, to dwell in his presence. Going down to verse 15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden Eden to work it and to take care of it. Why is that important? Because when you work something, you cultivate it, you grow it. So how do you determine if a man is, if that's the man for you? Is he cultivating you? Is he supporting dreams? Is he bringing something out of you and not bringing you down? Is he taking care of you? That's the maintenance part of it, okay? It sounds like, what's that? What do you say? Nothing. But it wasn't But 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 what what is it? But what does it also say about that? That man has a what? A relationship, and he also has a what? A job. He has a job. This is before he's even met you, okay? And so, as you continue to go in Scripture, when he puts man to sleep, to take the rib, to form you, and introduces you to him. He's had that all established. Why do I say that? Where's the men? The men are out there because if you sit there and tell me there's no more men available, you're telling me that God, that God is in, the, in, in is no longer creating men. He didn't create on, proper ratios. Men. Wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why, why is that important? Because again, 
if a, if a man it is that you seek and that you're praying for, he's already mapped it out what a good godly man is going to do for you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> because because why do I say that? And you talked about career wise, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but my, hold on, hold on, Bishop, hold on, hold on. Be because you talked about. Uh, how busy you are and in your career and this and, and, and everything okay. there's a balance in that but as a man I I can't be intimidated about that I shouldn't be intimidated and about you that. shouldn't because we're okay. going to make time uh, for the things and the people hold that on. we want hold on no 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 wait a minute Come, no, because because the thing about it, because I know some men who think this way, man, who actually who actually, ah, oh, man, well, you know, I don't bring that much to the table because she she making six figures or doing this. So why does that compromise your manhood? That doesn't. That's, on that, you, that's nothing. That's that's a personal problem. That's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, back to the work it and cultivating, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, Bishop. Go ahead. Hold on. Go but ahead. But what Bishop. you're saying is, but what I'm saying is, if you're saying where are the men, okay? Now wait a minute. Hold on. If you're saying where are the men, and you've prayed about that, but the man has not come yet, does not mean the man is not on his way. But how long we gotta wait for him to be on his way? Well, then. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm timing in. Hold so on. Hold on. Let so me let Bishop. Not, let me so hold on. Hold not, on. Let me Bishop answer. Not that he's sitting up here and he's waiting, okay? But then at the same time, we're making it like the man is sitting there waiting and that the woman is sitting there waiting. But then you have the women that's out there attacking the good man that does not have the good interest. No, I'm not talking about the ones, that the, the tens, right? I'm not talking about the tens. The twos. I'm not talking about the tens. We talking about the twos. Then there's the twos and the threes that's showing the ten. One through five. That's getting the ten man. Right or distracting well, the ten man for the time being. Mm, right, that's true. Right, he got a point. So, he got a point. Will, you know, there's a reference. There's a reference of Becky. Y'all know where I'm going. I'm done. <laughs> Becky with there's the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> there's other references that distract the good man for the time being. Right. Okay. Right. So I agree with Jay. The man is there. There's a man, and there's a lot of men that's been distracted. There's a lot of men that have and a relationship, men and women that have been married. Right, and then there, that marriage may come to an end, and that and that's what I, I also want to piggyback. This is my second marriage. I use this as a platform because men come to me broken and divorced, and so this is my second marriage. Why do I say that? Timing is everything, because I was not, I didn't, I after my divorce, I didn't want anything to deal with any relation. I didn't want to, I cancel out everything. So why is that scripture important? Because while God is working on that man, he's working, doing his thing. He's also working on you because if he introduces you to that man and whatever that man comes in, it may not be the man that you want, but the man that you need, if he introduces you too early, you are going to mess it up and he's going to mess it up. Why is that important? Because I remember the day I met my wife, it was it was at Bracktown, I was a deacon, and Katricia introduced her to me. I remember her walking down the aisle saying, this is Aaron, Aaron, this is Jay. Hey, how you doing? And didn't want anything to do with it. But we went on the first date, and then the dates kept on going. And so my vulnerability, my, my, my perception of this woman changed. And why is that important? 
because if I had been introduced to Aaron shortly after my divorce or months after that, I wouldn't be ready. So you're saying how long is it going to take? Okay, so I don't know how long that is. So let look, me ask you this. I, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. So, I, no, no. I didn't say they're not ready. But if you ready. sit there and pray and say, God, give me a man, but I've been waiting for a man for years. Yeah. But he ain't coming. That doesn't mean deny. No, does not mean denial. Wait a How do we get? What I mean by that is, it, it, it doesn't doesn't mean that it's not on his way. Prime example, my mother. Hold on, hold on, I'm a, hold on. let Joy let Joy chime in on this because we only got three minutes ah. left. Come on, come on, yeah, Joy. No, yeah, yeah. Of the show. So in, yeah, and I was just going to kind of do a summary because there were some topics that we probably just don't have time to to get into. So for me, I have learned uh, this list thing, and I know maybe I'm going off, but I just wanted to summarize what I've learned. A list. I don't have a list. So maybe that might be something that I might consider is writing a list of what I want in a man. I, I'm not really, I don't know about that. Um, I just believe that when he comes that I will see some characteristics and some attributes about him that I will like. Um, maybe I don't know the specifics of it. And so maybe I need to rethink and say, well, am I ready? And then uh, we were talking about uh, women, groups of women and women are out here in the numbers and things. And so I, I, I say, should another question was, well, should women be approaching men? Because he was talking about the other people that were being aggressive and that's what men want. But then you get, and so some of the, yeah. And some of these conversations that, that I've heard is not very, um, it's not very uh, pleasing for the, for, for the black men, because a lot of this stuff I'm hearing is like, well, you know, there's numbers. They're not going to approach you. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. And I'm like, I don't know if the men up here are really shedding, putting you all in a good light. I'm not sure. <laughs> but but I, I know that, um, you know, black men are, I know black men are worthy. Black men can approach us. There are good men out there. I know it. I believe it myself. Yes, it is very difficult to find them and there is nothing wrong with being and having that preference for black men uh, i wanted to make sure that i put that out there as too i'm open to it all but there you know let's i'm going to be real with you when that's your first uh, choice a black man walks in just one and there's a yeah. hundred <laughs> white men here my head is going there yeah. uh and that's just a preference it is i'm a christian and i love all people i'm just talking about what I'm attracted to, what makes me feel good when what I see. What makes you want to wake up in the morning? All of y'all, the black men here, you know, there is there is a feeling, mm -hmm. you know, that, that you get. So so in summary, I just wanted to say, okay, yeah, so maybe what I've learned is that, okay, maybe, Joy, you, you need to make a list, okay? And then, Joy, maybe are you considering approaching, okay. approaching men? Listen, this has been an awesome conversation. Uh, like I said, this was the last of the um, conversation series for this year, for this year, okay? We started in April with uh, cocktails and conversations with the ladies, and then we went to cigars and conversations with the men's, and now we are here with bays and bourbon for the men and the women, and it has been freaking awesome. You guys have rocked it. Um, I want to say thank you, Mark and Radio Lex, for uh, having this opportunity. Thank you, Uniqueness Unlimited, for providing the space. Um, Batty B, ah, 
She kept the drinks flowing. And thank you to my phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal panel, uh, Joy, Bolton, Barry, Bishop Carter IV, uh, Lauren Downing, and Jay Gilliam. I appreciate you all so much for taking the time to me. be here. Um, I will see y'all next year sometime. Okay, because we're coming back to this. And thank you for listening to Thick and Fabulous on Radio Lex, WLXU 93.9 FM.